Hello. Hello. It's been a while. It's been a long time. Once again. Once again, we fall. Once apart. again. Uh, I'm Aspen. I'm Caitlin. And this is my mom thinks I'm funny. She doesn't though. The title is a lie. It's not a lie. (laughs) All right. Well, what were we talking about today, Caitlin? Oh, just like whatever we fucking feel like talking about. We're like <laughs> off the rails a little bit here. We don't we don't know what's going on. We're just doing whatever. We fuck it. Doing That's, whatever we feel like. <laughs> it's newly twenty twenty one. Woo. Therefore, fuck it. Do whatever you want. <laughs> Therefore, fuck it. The theme of this year is fuck it. <laughs> yeah, why not, you know? <gasps> you said it too. We're bleeping it out. <laughs> Every time we say, oh, it's getting bleeped out. <laughs> Anything that's going like, to be like, but then when we're saying fuck, it's it's not getting fuck. bleeped out. Yeah. Anything like millennial related, like if we mention Harry Potter, it's getting bleeped out. <gasps> or if we say like, man, 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 it's we don't we don't out. we don't talk about them. We don't. We don't talk about the male you know how like you know how guys like say you females i just want to like reverse roll that and just like you males (laughs) you males and your and your trucks sports ball i don't know trucks um heterosexuality borderline homoeroticism yes (laughs) you you males and your dirt (laughs) i don't know dirt what what do what do the males like? I don't know. Dirt. Dirt. I have like I am so far removed that I can't. Uh, straight people confuse me. Yeah, I don't understand it. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, like, I'm not judging them, but like, I just don't really agree with the lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? It's true. <laughs> like, why isn't this a straight? Or why isn't this a safe space for men? I'm like, hmm. Hmm, I wonder. I wonder cause because every other everywhere sp- else is, <laughs> is a safe space for men. So, fuck you. They'll be okay. They'll be okay. If you're a straight man, stop listening to this. <laughs> Cis man. Specifically white. I don't know. I hate you all. <laughs> I love you, but I hate you all. Yeah. I'm getting it's, canceled for that. I don't care. It's It's hard. It's hard not to these days <laughs> fuck it it's 2021 uh, <laughs> what you been up to caitlin oh you know just <laughs> <bleeping>. i can't <laughs> there's only so many times i can bleep <laughs> um <laughs> i've been <laughs> depressed i've been having an awful time lol that's true <laughs> what up uh our fellow mental I- mentally ill people what up yep that's what i've been up to i've been unemployed for many months but now i just started a shitty job but that's okay i'm still happy to 
do something and have some amount of money how how have you been doing well i finished school and i finally i i i got fired from a job and then got a job offer the same day yay but in all honesty the like job that i got fired from was a shitty job so yeah fuck it um fuck it fuck (laughs) it (laughs) caitlin um and I i'm got just a- like 10 years behind on the <laughs> trend it's okay i don't expect any less from you oh thanks um but and now i got a job at a cool new chiropractic place as an lmt and i wear scrubs that say gray's anatomy so <laughs> that's the highlight and i work 10 hour shifts and i'm super tired and out of it that sucks i'm sorry it okay um well hey it was reading a lot we've been you and i both been reading a lot actually i read a lot less last year well not a lot less a little bit less a little bit but less. i think i'm picking up again and i'm getting back into it yeah. so that's good well your average is usually like 40 books a month or a year which is a lot <laughs> considering yeah how like yeah like by population how much like regular people read compared to yeah but i'm not a regular person (laughs) you're not like other girls i'm worse you're you read books you're different (laughs) i'm I'm so so much worse i've read the same books as like a million other people i'm unique (laughs) sorry um so yeah let's talk about them we've i want to talk about the books that we buddy read that um oh yeah i really like um I like doing that. It's fun to both read a book and then talk about it. Yeah. Good times. It's a lot of fun. Um, let's do um, um, The Body Keeps the Score, which you're still reading. Yeah. I've, I kind of stopped halfway through because it's hard for me to read because it makes me think about myself and my life and my own personal traumas. Yeah. <laughs> And so I had to stop, stop for a while, That's but totally I fine. should keep going. I listened to the audiobook, which was so much easier. I think if I had to read it, it would have been like r- r- way harder for me to get through it. But mm-hmm. I think I can like distance myself from it <laughs> if I listen to it, but also like kind of get the message. So um, yeah, I listened to it, really liked it, gave it five stars. It was really great. Um I like in that book because it's like for people who don't know it's like a psychology study book about you know uh, past traumas and how to deal with them and reason why you and I both got into it was because EDMR Mm -hmm. which could benefit both of us which I might be doing but I have no idea it's a trauma processing technique that therapists use sometimes um but but this guy kind of goes into that and then kind of goes into like how people's brains like process it and it really like kind of showed some light on why we do the things we do because we're constantly reenacting our past traumas in our day-to-day lives (laughs) and his study hello yeah it's not funny it's not but but, you know (laughs) humor is uh, my coping mechanism of choice as well as disassociation. Woo! 
learned that. Woo. There's like two types of dis- disassociation, which is like societal disassociation and personal disassociation, which was really fun to learn from TikTok. TikTok has educated me on so many things. True. True that. True that. I like it. I like it too. That's another thing that I think both of us have been doing a lot is just TikTok and sending each TikTok other TikToks. And, yep. TikTok and the TikTok time away. Yep. And now that now like it's kind of like <laughs> my brain is mush so that whenever I like say things that are like funny from TikTok in real life, people have no idea what I'm talking about. It's just like you know how like <laughs> you know how like in Tumblr time Yes. You know, like peak, like 2014, yes. 2012. It's like the new Tumblr. Yeah, it's like that's the what, new, I like your kids shoelaces. Been saying about it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just like saying something from TikTok, it's like saying something like, I like your shoelaces or I like your style from like Tumblr. Mm-hmm. Tumblr's not dead kids. Like, I still use Tumblr. I still use it. Really only for your photography. My, my nature pics. Which is great. That'd be awesome. uh, Caitlin E. Fallon, by the way. (laughs) Yes, yes. We still need to plug your um, with a K website. Caitlin with a K. Caitlin with and with a Y. (laughs) Might as well just spell out your entire name. (laughs) There are like one million ways to spell Caitlin. K A I T L Y N is mine. Cool. And then there's an E, and then F A L O N. That's my Tumblr username, and it's confusing. But if you take out the E then that's my website but it's they're the same thing my tumblr is also my website real profesh i understand branding and consistency it's great i finally got like a professional big boy um email address because the email address i've been using for years now is my email address i informed with my family yep and also it's it sounds like it's a drug reference it's not maybe they did maybe they made that like because they were both stoners i don't know (laughs) honestly i don't know i don't know um but yeah no i got a professional email address now um also i have so many like gmail addresses it's kind of insane because i have like i just had to make a new one (laughs) literally just collect them all like, yep. I have one for the podcast. I have one for, you know, remember that time that we had the idea to, like, get into <laughs> yes. sex work, but it wasn't really sex work. But we were like, you know what? We could sell our panties online, and we never did. We should have. We should have. I mean, we could what still a do missed it, opportunity. Um, That's true. Fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing matters. God is dead, and we are walking on his grave. Um, but scandalous, scandalous. I know. How dare you? I hope my mom doesn't listen to this. Um, how dare you? I am a Kritzen woman. <laughs> have you? Oh my god, I have this TikTok person's like songs that they've made. The songs are stuck in my head constantly. And there's one about a broccoli casserole recipe. No, you don't know it. I, I don't. I don't. You. I don't want to know it. <laughs> yes you do i don't think i do no trust me you do (laughs) okay you need to send it to me then i can't believe i didn't i'm so sorry you need to i get the i get the fucking worm i finally followed them because you kept on sending me the worm on a string tiktok account you're welcome 
I love it. It's poetry and it's very much like resembling my poetry and how I write about God and stuff. And I really uh-huh. like it. <laughs> Warm. Wash all the way of the sins. <laughs> now you are clean to sin. I love it. I'm obsessed with it. Yeah. Also, the amount of effort that that person puts into making those is wild. Like the sets and like mm-hmm. just designing them. Yeah. We were talking about books. Anyways. Um, (laughs) and then we were watching, we were reading, uh, one to watch, which both you and I finished, which was really great. Yeah. Um, That was enjoyable. I personally think that at the end of that book, that woman had settled. We're not going to spoil it or anything like that, but it's a book, you know, about a plus size woman who essentially goes on the bachelorette and, you know, it's the first time in history when a woman above like a size four goes on the bachelorette. And um, I I think I the main intrigue was wanting to read a like a plus size book, and a plus size novel, um, in reference I've, to a lot of my like because I want to make a lot of my characters in my book like plus size too. I mean I'm plus size but on the lower end scale. <sighs> but yeah, and I've watched a lot of um, the Bachelor franchise for years with my dad he got me into it i love that and so a book about it i'm on board and like the behind the scenes is pretty cool i really like that part of it yeah like how they i hated how the producer treated her the whole time i know i know like i i kind of felt like that was sort of like like they were like it sort of acknowledged that it was bad but then it just sort of like brushed past it really quick you know yeah i'm not gonna claim that this space is uh spoiler free because it's not going to because we're both like delusional and kind of crazy and so things about books and stuff are gonna slip out and i won't do like spoiler spoilers but like like, i mean that happens like pretty soon i mean there's 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 something at the end that the producer does that's bad but i'm not even talking about that i'm talking about towards the beginning of when they're filming the show and the producer is like surprising her with like the stuff that's like yeah that's like not okay that she didn't like like, pass through her or anything like this isn't really a spoiler but like um for like the start of the show that she goes on um they could have like um talk to her had 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 guys like sign up for it knowing it was her yeah but they expected kind of like the standard type of girl who's on the show and so that they were so they were surprised to see her and some of them were assholes about it and so i think that they could have like made it so that that wouldn't have happened exactly but i think it like did really shine a light on how plus size women that's are true. actually treated in a day-to-day life well not like day-to-day because it's all glammed up and blah 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 but like you know the you know the verbal abuse and the bullying that she goes through and even people who like go into it with like quote-unquote good intentions like <sighs> yeah there's like just there's a lot into it and there's a lot about it and i really appreciate that like a lot of it was pointed out but I definitely think that the ending was a little unsatisfactory. Yeah. Um, but yeah, One to Watch is a really great one. Um, let's see. What uh, what book are you reading right now, Caitlin? Um, I actually just started one. Ooh. Um, it, it's called 
Untamed by... Oh, I can't remember her name. Uh, something. Her last name's Doyle? Doyle. First name starts with a G. I don't remember, but it's called Untamed. And it's actually from TikTok again. Um, circling back to TikTok. Um, this is now a podcast about TikTok. It's okay. <laughs> um, Nothing matters. But someone started like a... Um, a... W-L-W-O, a Wooloo um, <laughs> book club. And so it's the first month of that book club. Oh, yeah. I still did, I didn't get I didn't help on that one yet. I still need to. But I think I'm a little too busy with that. But what is it about? Um, well, it's a memoir. It's about this lady, the author, who um, she's like married to a... Uh, Oh, man. That's getting bleeped um, out. Nope, that's hate speech. (laughs) It's getting bleeped out. Anyway, she's married and she has children. And then um, her husband had, like, cheated on her the whole time. And then she fell in love with a woman. And um, it's largely about, like, her, I guess, kind of coming into, like, her own power and, like, dealing with the consequences of society, like teaching people especially women like this is what you should do and like we're just we're taught how to like please other people and so we like can lose touch with ourselves and it's about a lot of that and i find myself feeling that too yes she hasn't really started talking about that specifically that much but i feel like it will be coming um but yeah I relate to a lot of the stuff that she's talking about so far, so. That's awesome. I'm excited. Yeah. I really wish I had read that, but um, I really wish I had gotten on that train sooner, but I didn't, but it's okay. Is that, what's, is that the only one you're reading? Is that the only book you're reading right now? Oh my god. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I, I'm kind of, I'm mostly a one book at a time kind of person. You are. That's good. Except for the the body keeps the score, which I have temporarily abandoned. That's okay. You'll get back to it. Mm-hmm. You'll get curious again and get back into it. Unless, like, I like highly advise get like listening to it. It's a little bit easier to digest. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So I um, I've been reading three books right now, maybe four. I don't know how I'm feeling about it. But so the first one I started reading was um kind of a book that was like kind of bridging the gap between me waiting on another book through my library and it's called black leopard red wolf by marlon james and it's based off of an african um like an african tale about the red wolf and like shape-shifting black leopard and it kind of has like the same feel as like how like you know how like tales are um like how old traditional tales are uh just like flashbacks and flash forwards and like oh there's like you know this storyline but there's like you know it'll bridge off to this storyline and then it'll come back to the original and then bridge off again and like you know it has that feel to it um i'm liking it so far it kind of i mean it is i guess like a like a you know gay book too it's yeah, has a lot of like 
you know, homosexuality in it. Um, Love that. Which is interesting to see in, you know, in the setting of, you know, like post-slave trade Africa. Because there are, like, slavers down, like, there are slavers, and, like, the main character ends up, like, working to for one and looking for a boy. Um, mm. But it's just pretty interesting because it has, like, it's very kind of, like, fantastical and all that. So been listening to that one. I'm listening to it. Majority of these books I'm listening to. Um, it's pretty good. I like it. Um, and then the next one, oh, fucking God. I'm reading for my vampire book club because, yes, I am a part of a vampire Yay. book club because I am a vampire. Um, and it's called The Hunger. Now, it took me forever to find this fucking book because <laughs> it's not offered in my library. And I hate buying books. So I was, like, looking in all of my, like, you know, used bookshops and trying to find it. And there's a couple of books named after it. Um, not named after it, but has the same name. I think, like, Stephen King has a book that's called, like, it's a vampire book also, but, you know, different. But this book by Whiteley Stryber, Strieber, Stryber, um, actually became a movie in, in the 80s, I think, or in the 90s or early 90s, and it had David Bowie in it. And Fun. It's it's pretty good. I, I haven't seen it. I've only seen, seen clips of it. But I really like the uh, the book club. Mm-hmm. Um, it's on Discord. It's by Maven of the Eventide, and she's it's awesome. We discuss it. Last week, last month, we read um, Southern Vampire or Southern the Southern Book Club's Guide to Killing Slaying a Vampire. It was a pretty good book. Nice big narrative on like women's position and how men like especially southern men and especially like that kind of culture like how they talk over women and belittle women and it's really great i love it Mm -hmm. um but the hunger back to the hunger okay so i'm only like maybe four chapters deep into it it's a pretty easy read but it's a very much like subreddit textbook case of men describing women (laughs) oh boy and i love like memes and shit on the internet about that they're so funny and like people posting like really bad examples of it oh my god i live for it i it's so bad and it makes me so mad but it's so funny when people make fun of it i also it. it makes me feel like i mean we could i feel like we could publish books like if these men 100%. are out there like 100 writing this stuff that's like what what it like it just blows my mind how bad it is like i'm gonna read like we could do it i'm gonna read just like two texts that i underlined one second let me go grab it because now i'm like heated about it because i've been discussing this in the discord about it yes and like people have been pointing out a lot of things they're like yeah it's a little weird so i've been like like i want to know tagging a couple things in the book but let me go grab it real quick one second yes this is what I live for. This is just like from like, I think this is the prologue. This is the prologue. And I think it is. Yeah, it's the prologue. Um, basically, the premise of this book is it has what really drew me to it because um, the main character, the main vampire lady is, I guess, pansexual, asexual, like doesn't really or like, like just doesn't. It doesn't really matter what gender the person that she's, you know, she loves. 
quote unquote loves is she just like finds them and they like instantly connect and blah 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 so she has a lot of lovers through through the years and basically what happens to those lovers is because they're human and she's a different type of like species she can like teach them how to live for a while for a long time but then they'll like eventually decay and die but they live for a lo- quite a lot like longer than humans like several hundred years younger older uh longer than humans um, and then, like, right around the same time that those people die, she'll find her next partner and, like, continue the cycle again. And she, like, keeps the bodies of her partners. Spooky. This is kind of, this is kind of spoilers. But anyways, so. I do that, too. So this current partner, who is played by David Bowie in the, um, in the movie, by the way, um, she changed him back in, like, France, blah, 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 um, like, 1700 France. And um, he's, like, decaying at a rapid rate, like, far more quickly than, like, her past lovers. And so during that, like, he's kind of disassociating. And um, and so she had already found his replacement, which is a 13-year-old girl. Yikes. So it's, like, kind of grooming to the extreme where she's, like, grooming this girl and she's, like, teaching this girl and, like, eventually this girl will become her love when she's, like, old enough to. Is the girl's name Renesmee? <laughs> LOL. That's another book we're going to talk about real quick. One second. Um, <laughs> so, so basically she's, like, he doesn't really know that she's his replacement, but he kind of gets... He kind of gets the feeling that, like, her and his, like, his love interest, uh, Miriam, are kind of getting along, like, getting too close, if you know what I mean, as a 13-year-old girl. Anyways, so this line... I hate it. um, After she had been... The the 13-year-old girl, Alice, had been introduced, he uh, remarks, he disliked her seductiveness. This is after she was, like, a thir- like introduced as a 13-year-old girl. And there's, like, a lot. I still need to go through it again and underline a lot of uh, my <laughs> my issue, my issues with it. Um, and there's just, like, he ends up, like, killing her. <laughs> but, like, in a very weird and sexual way. And I, like, double mark him. <laughs> I don't like when it. it's like that. I hate it. Um, but another line that I actually showed on the Discord, <laughs> which kind of cracked me up, was him describing another female character. Um, just like a lot of, just like a lot of, she was beautiful, but she didn't know it. Kind of too. Oh, of course. <laughs> and it really men love that it shit. Apparently, really cracks me up. I need to find it because I think I have it on my phone because it's like one of my favorite. <laughs> one of my favorite uh type because oh my god okay so another one of like example of him trying to write a woman um is she looked altogether fetching sarah's sarah's miracle was purity of her womanhood she was not conventionally beautiful eyes too big chin too prominent and yet men's eyes always followed her one moment, she would be aggressively neutral, and the next, more woman than any other he had known. <laughs> favorite. Great. It's my favorite. There's a couple of other lines <laughs> just like that. Um, 
<laughs> I fucking hate this guy too. Um, and then another one is Tom had dismissed it all it as hysterics of an insecure woman, but recently had begun to suspect that it was more deeply felt than that. Sarah's insecurities did not extend to her career, despite its precociousness. And this was after, like, this was, like, a remark or, like, a thought that Tom, who was, like, who's in a relationship with this sciencey girl, he had, like, thought after she was, like, hey, I don't really like you, uh, you know, selling out my my research and my company and, like, you know, my research for, like, finding the fount of youth or whatever the fuck. And I just, I, I think it's a little un- unethical. And she, like, made comments about that. And that was, like, his immediate thought was just, like, I just thought it was her hysterics oh <laughs> and my her, God. like, self-consciousness. But now I think it's, like, actually something real. <laughs> I hate it. So, yeah, I hate him. I hate him so much. And this is, like, maybe the fourth chapter in. So it's a great read. <laughs> I love it. I was actually really excited about the lesbian vampires, but now I realize it was a grave mistake when I realized it was a man writing lesbian vampires. So... Yeah. Yes. But another book I'm reading, I've mentioned before, is Twilight. I'm re-listening to it. <laughs> Yay. I I think I need to read it to like get the full scope of like the problematicness. I fucking love this book. I <laughs> Don't look at me like that. Don't. <laughs> don't look at me like that. You cannot This is a no kink shame zone. You cannot kink shame me. I didn't do anything. You looked at me. I've been looking at you this whole time. <laughs> I, okay. I know we get it. We get it. There's problems. There's everything like that. I got bullied, bullied in middle school for it. Blah, blah, blah. I know there's like grooming, pedophilia, uh, LDS undertones, all that fun stuff. Um, severe, severe, awful representation of na- actual real native people. I get it. That's why I don't own it. Actually, I do, but I didn't, like, buy it. (laughs) Anyways, uh, I did actually buy it. No, I bought it at a thrift store, but that doesn't really count. You bought it secondhand. Secondhand. That doesn't really count. I just think it's, like, a beautiful book. We get it. It has problems. It has everything, but I really love the uh, Renaissance of the Twilight series. Um I really appreciate it. I really like the content that comes out of it. Caitlin, you have sent me a few of those of those TikToks. Oh yes. <laughs> and I think it's great. And also I love Kristen Stewart, so oh, it's yeah. awesome. It's a great, you know, stepping back and visualizing it. And I really like the books and you can bully me all you want. You can bully I, I will. You, you can bully I'm just kidding, I won't. <laughs> just know that I know that's problematic. I know. Yeah. I'm still going to appreciate it because it gives me a sense of happiness from my childhood. As long as you know it's issues, that's all that matters. You can enjoy it. Yes. Because we've like, we already know. We've already seen like the, like the videos and stuff like that proclaiming that it's awful and blah, blah, blah. But like Steffi Meyer has a way of writing that like just, just teenage girls love. And plus (laughs) we have like, we have a habit of hating anything that teenager girls love Yes. So I'm trying to veer away from that. Yes. So true. So yeah, those are the books I'm currently reading. I'm probably reading, going to read a couple of different other ones, but yeah, just a lot going on (laughs) trying to get through them all. Um, But yeah, Uh, there's also like a subject that I kind of wanted to talk about on here. 
Um, what? So what it's is a, it? about books and stuff like that. So there's this. Um, I thought it was about there's to be this serious. black author. It's kind of serious. There's this black author called uh, Shadira Egaru, and she's a sunflower on Instagram, and she has a huge following on Instagram. And she is like a she's a con- not really a content creator, but she's a writer. And <laughs> I thought you said she was a con. <laughs> No, like she's a co- no, con- no, a content creator. She's a content I was like, oh, creator. oh shit, okay. Um, and <laughs> I'm sorry. She wrote, she wrote two books. Um, one in 2018 called "What a Time to Be Alone," and then another one that just recently got published, which is "How to Get Over a Boy in 2020." Now, I've read the first one and bought two copies of it um, to send to my friends. Um, what a time to be alone because it's a really great like self-help book about you know being okay in the space you occupy occupy and setting your standards higher than they actually are and he never sent one to me because you don't need it <laughs> you already know all this stuff it was it was more towards like that's it was, fair it was for uh it was for one of my friend's birthday and stuff so that's why i could send it to you actually yeah you know what i'll i'll pay for her book and send it to you you don't have to um, i can buy it myself but anyways, so she had. I just I just started a job, you know. I know. I have I you will have, have money. money. <laughs> um, so she had an issue um, with her publishing company, which I need to. I think it's called Dave and Bell's. Um, Dave and Buster. No. No. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. I keep getting sidetracked with dumb I, jokes. Yeah. Diving Bell Group. So they they represent a lot of like a lot of uh, like creators and a lot of authors who are, you know, not cookie cutter and stuff like that. And they really boast about that. And they really boast about like, oh, we've raised black voices and we raise like, you know, trans voices and like plus size voices and all that stuff. Plus, like, but both of the people who run it are, you know, white and cis Ah. and straight. So they like use it for clout that's a thing so she had been with them since 2018 since the uh, first publication of her first book and this whole issue kind of happened with um another author a younger woman called florence given who published her book uh women don't owe you own you owe you pretty um it's been seen a lot around like a lot of bookstores they've kind of pushed it out and um shadira kind of pointed out that the cover was very very similar to her book and it had like a quote from her saying that like saying that Florence was really great like ally really great like white ally blah 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 and so everything and then Shadira went on and read the content in the book and then realized that a lot of the content in the book was just straight copy from her uh what a time to be alone now of course now of course this isn't from you know, um, this isn't, I, I, I haven't read Florence's book, so I have no idea. Um, but, you know, I, I think I tend to believe black women when they are being mistreated and misrepresented. And so she kind of pointed that out, kind of talked to um, Florence's, you know, producer and whatever. I can't remember, but publisher. <laughs> and they're both with the same group, too. And also, she also noticed that whenever you researched her books, what a time to be alone and how to get over um how to how to get over a boy um florence's book always came up first in every single like every person's search engine when you looked up 
how to get over a boy or um, what a time to be alone, Florence's book always came up, even though it doesn't have the same title, even though it like doesn't. And it, like, even if you search like Shadira Agarou's book, Florence's book always say, came up first. Hmm. And so that was like a part of the publishing company. And she noticed that and she's like, hey, this isn't cool. I really don't want you to do this. Um, and then like push came to shove. She got into a couple of arguments with them and then they essentially dropped her. That sucks. Yeah. That's really shitty. So that publishing company dropped her and I've just been like keeping updates with her stories and everything. And um, the publishing company made a statement after she went and kind of told her side of the story to um, to a news article and said that they weren't like really representing her really well and she noticed that they had dropped her um like showing her picture and advertising her first on their website and then so she kind of just like stopped showing their name on her like on her website and her like like instagram and stuff like that and then they are like okay well if you don't want to be a part of us then we're just gonna drop you or exterminate our contact and that sounds like some gaslighting oh yeah they 100 percent gaslighted her and so um and then she reached out to florence and you know told her about this and she's like i don't i like i don't think as a white woman who constantly says that white people should be doing better that you're just like okay with sitting back and letting you know letting <laughs> like letting this happen especially if it's your book and not saying anything about it and she kind of like went on social media and said that and you know florence's team because it wasn't florence who wrote this wrote a statement saying that like it was a whole like misunderstanding blah 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 really just like not really you know giving her credit or like anything <laughs> not really mm-hmm. uh like a, like they said like sorry that this happened but not doing anything about it and for a person yeah. who was like very Con- like constantly posting about how we should support and pass the mic to black women and pass the mic and like um but then when there's an actual situation exactly she's she and the other people are yeah not doing anything yeah she and the publishing company both are like it's they like activism is only great for when it benefits them and it was very obvious and so just like watching this unfold and watching how like unfair it is and how awful it is and like it's awful because like Shadira is doing this all by herself. She is like speaking up for her voice and she's in like media and in articles being turned as the villain in the narrative mm-hmm. because you know she's a black woman raising her voice and like um you know talking about misrepresentation and talking about how fair unfair it is and how awful it is and it's just like it's awful and it's awful to see and it's awful to witness and it just like kind of makes you question uh like you know everything as you both me and you as white women like do we pick sides because or like see books are like you know like florence's see books that are um easier quote unquote easier to swallow because it's published by a white woman Mm. and do we raise those up higher than you know actual black you know actual people of color no and like well you know that's that's kind of what happened was like a lot of people would start messaging shadira and saying um saying um at first i was on florence's side because 
I just wasn't comfortable with the idea that um, I was biased and I was racist, even though subconsciously I probably was. And so, like, in defense of that, I, like, chose her side because that made me feel better because blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Like, this wasn't actually happening. You were overreacting. And now, like, stores aren't even selling Shadira's books. Like, they have... Florence's book, um, Women Don't Owe You Pretty, like, up front and, like, center and selling and, like, like price gouged out and all that stuff. And then, you know, Shadira's books are, like, in the back or not even being sold. And that's just, like, a really great representation about how women who speak their mind and especially black women speak their mind and notice things that are wrong and want to change them and say, like, hey, this is fucked up, how the world reacts to them. And my like my heart goes out to Shadira to like the forty <laughs> listeners who don't even care, um, but yeah, my heart goes out to her and like full support. And I do, yeah, I do want to like donate money to her because people have been like donating, like how much both of our books would cost if they just bought mm-hmm. it and then just like been Venmoing it to her because they don't yeah. want to support the like the publishing company. Well, then why don't we put, like, the link to that in the, like, description? We definitely can. We definitely can. I think it's just her email. Um, And I would really like to do that. Um, Yeah, so if anyone wants to donate and, like, donate to her and for, like, the cost of both her books, I think it's, like, 24 bucks or something like that for both of her books. Or maybe a little bit higher. Um, Because they are short books. But, like, the artwork is all her own like everything. Oh, there's artwork yeah. involved. It's a very, it's like, um, I think you would really like it too. Both of them are very, uh, very aesthetically pleasing and the pages are, and they're just like, have a like really great quotes Ooh. in them and really great, just like thoughts and stuff. I listened to the audiobook that was narrated by her. Both of the audiobooks are narrated by her and, mm-hmm. um, both the audiobooks have like little snippets of like, you know, her speaking in her native language and like saying, things that her mom would say to her and like like hearing her say those things is really great and Mm. I really like that um and yeah I just like you know I've been following that for the past like month or two and it's just like really heartening to see see that happen to to someone and people villainizing her especially in the media because there's a bunch of like people like actual people people supporting her and saying how fucked up it is but then you know the people with the most money and the most like privilege and the most control will villainize her and make it all like she's overreacting or whatever and so yeah um but yeah, you guys should go follow the Slumflower and support her, and she's great, and I love her, and yeah. But yeah, that's kind of what I wanted to discuss. Also, my partner um, has a has a podcast too that just barely came out, and it's in Spanish because she's Dominican, and I am learning Spanish so I can listen to it <laughs> and listen to her speak. Uh, it's called Una Cinta con el Amor uh, por, pi- por Pio. Um, you can find it. Cool. Her name is Chris Mia Cruz. Um, it's on every media you can find. Um, and yeah, it's been a, it's a uh, <sighs> monologuing. <laughs> I'm sorry, Caitlin. <laughs> That's okay. But yeah. I think this was great. 
next time we Yay. should just do this <laughs> talk about whatever that's we fine want. i'm fine with it i want you to talk a little bit more though um, you're getting censored oh, i have something you're being censored <laughs> nope nope you lost I, your pr- i'm just kidding what do you want to say there's there's uh i have a thing about the book community that is not serious but i thought that it was fun mm-hmm. and that i don't think i've told you about no. it and i was showing you when i was at your house oh what uh remember i was uh showing you this uh booktuber ariel Bissett, yes. who yes yeah every year like predicts what the good read goodreads challenge color is gonna be and then like reacts to it and like goes all in depth and shit about like what color she wanted and why (laughs) and like why she thinks they chose the color that they did but this year she just came out with um this year's video (laughs) and she got to pick the color this year and so i don't know why this is such like an enjoyable uh, series like it doesn't sound like it's I that exciting, but somehow it's so that. good. Somehow it's so good. Um, but yeah, she got to pick, the, well, out of three colors anyway. <laughs> the like team who does it had three colors, and she got to pick. That's awesome. Don't and tell so us what it is. That was fun. That was fun, and I liked it. That's awesome. That's so much fun. I I need to watch the rest of that series. Fucking book two, man. <laughs> Why are we so into books? I've been reading so many books. Um, I've read. Excuse me. <laughs> I've been trying to read more gay books because yes. I want more gay in my life because I'm dating a man. <gasps> Censored. So... Censored. You lost your privilege. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I know we don't talk about that. Um. Um. But I've so I've been trying to read more gay books because I'm gay. Yes. And. Um, so we, we both read the seven husbands of Hugh, Evelyn Hugo. Oh my God. I, I both said Evelyn Hugo. Oh my God. Evelyn that Hugo. fucking book. It's so good. I've seen it around a lot and like heard people talking about it, but that book I think I, legit made for me some cry. reason I didn't, I didn't know that it had any gay in it. I didn't in it, know so either. I honestly 100% yeah. didn't know that there was like any gay in it. I thought I'm like, ah, it's kind of boring. Okay. Um, Oh my god, that book is so fucking good. Um, it it's is kind so of, good. I guess, like, revealing that it's gay is kind of spoilers, but it's like we're at like almost fifty minutes, so who fucking cares? Um, but there's there's some gay in it. We won't say what. Yeah, but it's it's so. Oh, I cried multiple times. I cried so many times during yes, that book. Same, and oh, I love it so much. It's so good. Um, it you is. Guys should read it's it. really good. Like, everyone should read yes. it. Yes, it's yes. just. Ugh. The bi representation and everything I just love and everything. Yes. And just don't read a gay book by a straight white man because it just turns out to be awful. <laughs> it turns out Fair. awful because it's just fetishized and everything. But yeah, I love that book, Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. It's really great. It's really well narrated. The audiobook's really great because you and I both read the, uh, listened to the audiobook, right? Mm hmm. Yeah. That book is, it's just like, and she did a lot of research for it too, and just, if you like Golden Age, you know, Hollywood, with like correct representation and not idolizing it, and you know, how it actually was for a lot of like starlets back in the day, and 
representation and I guess POC representation too and gay representation. Mm-hmm. It's a great book. It's got it all. It's got like I just ugh. I want to be Evelyn Hugo when I grow up. She is also complicated. Yes. Like a lot of the characters are like very complex. Yes. You know, they're not like just all good or all bad. They like maybe do some fucked up shit. They're haunt like but also they're four-dimensional characters. And they're very well flushed you, you out. Basically, you basically get, like, her whole life story. So there's there's a lot end, there, yeah. you know? It's really mm-hmm. great. Um, I don't know why people aren't raving more about it because it's just, oh, I love that book. So I cried. So I, maybe it was just because, like, I was emotional because I was listening to it while I was coming to see you. Um, or what? Wait, you listened to it when you were coming yeah, to see I me? Yeah, I told you. I was, like, I think I, like, was almost <laughs> finished with it when I, like, came to yeah came to your house that's that's funny because i listened to it when i went to see you so that's what i love that's funny it's fate it's fate i've been i've been reading graphic novels yes graphic novels Um, let's see i read one called you brought me the ocean let's see who is this by um alex sanchez it's gay (laughs) It's gay and it slaps. Have you seen that TikTok? It's gay and it slaps. <laughs> no, but I I really like that. Oh my god. And then uh well, I guess it's kind of like superhero Ooh. origin story. It's really good. And then um this other graphic novel called Cosmo Nights, which is also gay and the art is like so beautiful it's by hannah templar so good very gay so much gay and like the colors are amazing and the art i'm obsessed with and it's like space gays it's set in space and there's these people who uh try to free princesses because princesses of various planets or whatever is this a book about (laughs) she-ra also we can talk about she-ra I love Should She-Ra. that anyway. be like another episode just purely talking about it? Yes. Should this be like She-Ra fan club? I still haven't finished it, but it's so good. That book, ugh, it is. That show's so good. But this book, so it's set in space. They're freeing the princesses. Mm-hmm. So the princesses ha- are have to go into this like competition thing. Well, I mean, they're being competed for. And so all of these men or like representatives... Centered. Yeah. Or like these representatives of like these powerful kingdoms or whatever, whoever. Anyone can come and like compete and they like fight and whoever fights gets to like keep the princess. And so it's it's gross. And so um Also my fantasy, but we're not getting into that. And so they uh the book is about the people who like fight to then like free them. I love that. Oh my god, I love that. And then they're like all turned lesbians. They're gay. Yes. Yep. Yes. I love that. I want to. Yes. I know. Like since we've been like consuming so much like gay material and stuff like that, with Twilight aside, aside, because that doesn't count. Um, like reading like regular heterosexual like you know YA fiction or like anything like that kind of just bores me and i get so bored with everything listen if we're being honest the past few months like 
any media or whatever that I'm consuming, like movies, books, shows, if it has straight relationships, I'm bored. If it has straight sex, I feel triggered. (laughs) If it has a gay relationship or gay sex, I'm so into it. (laughs) So down. So down and dirty with it. Like, I... Yeah, I'm just like, I'm so done. I like try to start rewatching like Vampire Diaries, and I'm like, where's the flavor? Mm-hmm. I want my gay vampires, goddammit. All vampires mm-hmm. are gay. You can't live that long and not, yeah, not have yeah. a gay relationship. I had this little fantasy because, you know, I like to um, self insert myself into my fan fictions of certain books. Um, oh, of course. As one does. Um,. And so I was like thinking about Twilight <laughs> again, as as one always does. And I was thinking about the character Leah. Now Leah is the only female werewolf in the entire series. Spoiler, though this book has been out oh, for like yeah. a decade. Um, and she's the only. And she's like still into Sam, or she got dumped by she got Sam. Is that his name? By, yeah, Sam. You're right. You okay. are right. You're on okay. the right track. I haven't read this in a long time, but I used to be obsessed with it, so I would hope that I would remember. <laughs> yes. So she uh, got dumped by Sam because Sam imprinted on her cousin and all that stuff, and so oh, yeah. she was super bummed out. And then also, like, there was this whole narrative in the books. It doesn't really, like, say it in the show, but she's, like, super isolated because she's the only female werewolf, and, like, the dudes mm-hmm. are super, like, dicks to her, even though she got, like, her heart broken, and, like, she's, like, going through changes. And then also there's, like, the question of, like, is she a real woman because she's infertile? Like, if she's infertile? Like, that's Gross. the whole narrative that's with her, and it really, like, it's not, like, presently there, but, like, it's there, you know? And, like, with the whole, like, pro-baby and pro-life, like, narrative that's in the last book, it really kind of rears its ugly head where, like, Leah doesn't feel like a real woman because she's infertile, because she's a werewolf or whatever the fuck. But I have this, like, you know, self- I can't wait until this book becomes, you know, public domain so I can write my own fucking (laughs) narrative. Also, yeah. Also, like, fucking (laughs) fucking Great Gatsby became public domain, like, this year. I'm super excited about it because people are going to write, like, the gayest fan fiction about it. Yes, please. I'm so happy about it. Yes, please. But anyways, so so I had this, like, my own fantasy of, like, someone or me, mostly me, or a vampire, (laughs) like, a gay vampire coming in and then Leah falls in love with them. (gasps) Oh, my god! And then Leah and the gay vampire save all the little girls who are, like, imprinted on. (gasps) Oh! And, like, you know, help them raise and, like, escape a toxic relationship. Of course, not great representation of Native American people and, like, Native American men because that's awful. But, you know, mm-hmm. you know, advertising uh, grooming people is not the best. Um, True. So, and this is not, like, my original he- headcanon. Someone, someone, like, came to it, like, talked about it, and I, I love it so much. And so I kind of, like, played off of that. I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. This is great. I love it. We're all about this. Saving girls yes. from being groomed. Um, from vampires and werewolves. And the Volturi. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Any person. Any child. We're just saving them. Um, plus, like, the whole narrative of, like, the imprint imprinting of, like, children. I could talk, like, an entire episode about this. But, like, the whole narrative of imprinting children and, like, 
you know, mostly mostly werewolf like male werewolves imprinting on girls um yeah. kind of suggests that the idea of homosexuality in that whole aspect because like the whole theory behind why they imprint on women like why they imprint on like people and like these one like this one specific person is because um it's like their whole theory like this is not like canon or anything like that but um their whole theory is that it might be because it might increase their chances of like producing better offspring Mm -hmm. so um even though she like says oh it's safe because he's not like intending to be anything sexual and if she like when she grows up doesn't want to be like sexual with him he can just be her best friend and you know just be her pal and her like older brother and not be her lover and like but like with the theory of like but they all when they grow up they are exactly you know? i'm like but with the theory of like having the best offspring or <laughs> offspring or whatever yeah. like it's always going to end up sexual and with that theory there's never going to be any gay like werewolves which is insane to me Mm-hmm. Like one out of five people are gay, so yeah. doesn't add up. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. Um, mm-hmm. Anyways, I've gone on too long about uh, Twilight theories. Any, anyways, see that just proves my point. I know the <laughs> awfulness of it, but goddamn, do I love this series? <laughs> it's nostalgia for me. It's a nostalgia for me. No, that's fair. Could you believe I was Team Jacob when it first came out? When I first read the book. Me too. <gasps> Is that why we have like such awful times finding, <laughs> like having really I- insanely toxic relationships? What are you talking about? Edward is awful. Yeah, but Jacob- Jacob's better. Jacob, like he's a pedophile, and also like that's true. But we don't know that until the end. But forcefully kisses her and like gaslights her in the second book the first book jacob is like the best and like little cinnamon bun baby child i love him but that's fair i mean i haven't read it in a long time but, but like edward is awful, awful. I, i'm like I, I you know who i am i'm team alice and rosalie because i like women who are super bitchy and super sweet and i want alice to become a yes. lesbian alice was yes. gay coded <laughs> that's canon yes alice is yes. gay coded Am I going to get sued by Stephanie Meyer for spouting gay propaganda? We should sue her for... The trauma. Shoving, shoving the heterosexual propaganda down our throats. <laughs> My favorite thing is, like, pointing to... The toxic relationship propaganda. Oh, I know. I know. Like, if That you... actually... I think that really affected me, to be honest. Like, books and stuff. Yeah. Like, Twilight, as a big example, because I was obsessed. Like making me think that that's what relationships yeah. were supposed to be like and that's what romance were like, like when no be- being stalked isn't romantic it's not or like being completely like obsessive of, of a person yes. and then like once they leave or if they leave you like you becoming insanely deeply deeply depressed yeah not i'm not a big fan I'm not a fan of it. Oh. Um, and, you know, we learned that all from our first relationships, that it's not healthy. And if a yep. man is broken, don't try to fix him. Therapists are... No. Sometimes therapists are free, and he's a white man, and he can get it himself. He's had every advantage mm-hmm. in the, in life. You are not his mm-hmm. therapist. Do not fix him. Yes. Anyways, it's been an hour. <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe we should go. Um, of us ranting about books. 
Um, this is all their content is. We don't travel. We're not doing anything. Um, there's a pandemic. There's so. a pandemic. We both have jobs that we semi kind of hate, but it's okay because we're getting money. I've only done one day of mine Same. so far, so we'll see. Actually, I've done like three, four days of it, but this is my first 10 hour day, so. Long. It long. I like, I just don't want to spend my entire fucking day doing, oh. I, never mind. I love my job. I love it. I love it so much. I think you can at this like love your job and at the same time also want to have like more of a work-life balance yeah. like that's reasonable that's, that's for sure and not work six days a week but i love my job i love money please don't money is hate good. me job love I you money oh are we leaving is that are we signing I don't off know. now i don't care <laughs> we i mean we should but i didn't know if that was the moment like if I was supposed to like no, it's not. It was just know me what I'm doing. My love I don't know what I'm doing. Okay, good. Instead of confessing my love to everyone, because I go through manic episodes of like loving literally everything and everyone to absolutely hating everything and everyone. Um, that's that's one of those episodes. Mm-hmm. Completely mm-hmm. loving my job because I love it. Mm-hmm. I love my job. Okay, I love it. Please don't mine's okay you can fire me it's fine <laughs> it's fine oh i put a little bell on my cat and so i can hear whenever he comes oh my cat used to have one too That's cute. so precious okay okay bye bye, bye. don't fire me <laughs>